0: Welcome to the Swift Healthcare video podcast, exploring the intersection of healthcare and leadership, hosted by Dr. Patrick Swift. SwiftHealthcare.com is your resource for healthcare professionals to find coaching and consulting to engage, restore, and transform yourself and your organization. And now, here's your host, Dr. Patrick Swift.
1: Welcome folks to another episode of the Swift Healthcare Podcast. I'm Patrick Swift, your host, and I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening from South Africa and Latin America and Europe and the United States and all over. I'm grateful for our listeners and thank you for your support uh, for the podcast as well. So for our show today, I have a wonderful guest, Dr. Medina Estefan. Medina. welcome to the show.
0: Hello. Hello, Dr. Swift. Thank you very much for inviting me and so Glad to be here
1: today on your oh, show. I'm de- I'm delighted you're here. I know that I've, I I know I use the word delighted all the time because I am delighted, uh, and I'm so delighted, <laughs> you're here. folks. Um, Dr. Estefan Medina uh, is in Paris, France, and so I'm just like jump ups and down, pinch myself, excited. Having been to Paris, having a great glove for Paris as an American, how wonderful it is to have a guest on the show that's in that's that broadcasting from Paris, so and a physician from Paris, so here is dr medina estefan's bio coming from a family of three generations of healthcare professionals dr estefan's passion for the medical field was inspired at an early age can you imagine growing up in that household it led her to earn a medical degree uh, obtain a master's degree in public health and as a multilingual multicultural health professional with over 20 years of clinical practice and international management experience her career has been focused on training and consultancy, and she's focused on empowering you. She's focused on empowering healthcare professionals, healthcare leaders, healthcare providers um, to unfold their therapeutic excellence and unlock internal resources and unleash practical wisdom. I love that. I, I think we could all, you know, I got some gray hairs and lost all the hair on the top of my head. I think we could all use some, um, some wisdom and, and, and practical tools. So we're focusing on compassion, optimism, and practical wisdom for this episode. So that being said, Dr. Estefan, uh, let's just jump in Medina for a question here. Um, You know, welcome to the show from Paris. What's going on in Paris right now? What's the the latest? How how, how are things?
0: Listen, the good news, I have two news, good news, bad news. I'll start with the good one. (laughs) The good news is that we have wonderful weather and the spring came. And so uh, that uh, gives your energy, right? Mm. And the other stuff is that we we're in the middle of the pandemic. That's uh, a bad piece of news, but we're rather struggling and uh, making all the best in the healthcare systems. This third wave, slowly but mm. surely. So, and uh, hopefully we will be over that. And then we will welcome guests from the other side of Atlantic in Paris one day.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. I was listening to BBC and uh, yesterday World Service and um, there was a piece on, I believe 80,000 new cases and you as a leader in- That's right. um, Services and consulting and support. um, I I know that you're in the middle of helping healthcare professionals dealing with the burnout and the struggle and the pandemic. And and for the show, we're focusing on compassion, practical wisdom, and optimism. One of the things you talk about is soft skills and the importance of soft skills. And I would call them survival skills as well. What are the the soft skills that, that healthcare professionals can be mindful of in their daily life right now, just to get through everything going on?
0: So uh, you're absolutely right. It's not only survival skills. I will say like French people also. So savoir vivre, right? Uh, To know how to live, Mm. you have to know savoir être, to know how to be. be. And savoir faire, to know what to do. Mm. So let's call them survival or even human skills or skills of how to be right so because uh, somewhere what to do we know as healthcare professionals and patient is expecting from us the knowledge the expertise the knowledge in your specia- specialty the hard knowledge right and the o- other side we need th- those survival skills uh, to know how to be ourselves how to protect ourselves how to give the best of ourselves, right? Yeah. So, and amongst those soft skills, for me, there are some which is absolutely uh, necessary to have in your toolbox, like Mm -hmm. a toolbox, like uh, compassion, optimism, or those uh, practical wisdom skills, which are inner capacity, I think, of the healthcare professionals, So, and when talking about compassion, uh, coming from the Latin world, compassion, literally, which means I suffer with is the capacity of feeling suffering of the other's pain. Right. But on this other side, there is another part of the story is the willingness to act and do something to relieve suffering from the other one. Right. This is the the uh, the most let's say demanding part of the compassion to yeah. be compassionate i like the kant's position that compassion is in love in action it means to be able to put some kind of action plan to relieve the suffering from others but as healthcare professional we are deeply suffering ourselves right when we're exercising our uh, duty, uh, everyday duty activities, we have plenty of professional risks there, including emotional uh, exhaustion, distress, burnout, et cetera, and uh, compassion fatigue. So first of all, we have to learn how to be compassionate with ourselves, right? To start and use the, the skills of compassion toward ourselves. Is the healthcare professionals.
1: I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because it's about if if we are reminded every day to be compassionate with our ourselves, with ourselves, it's still not enough. We in the healthcare profession, you saying the importance of self-compassion, and for a listener right now, whether you're a healthcare leader, a healthcare provider, um, healthcare professional, anyone working in healthcare. Dr. Estefan's voice um, telling you the importance of self-compassion. We need to hear that every day uh, to be compassionate with ourselves. And and Medina, you you speak about um, emotional assertiveness. I've I've, um, come across some things you've written, and um, I I would appreciate your thoughts about emotional assertiveness. In light of preventing burnout or addressing burnout or, or reducing burnout, what's the importance of emotional assertiveness? What's that about?
0: Uh, Thank you, Patrick, for this question, because emotional assertiveness actually is a tool. Let's say it was not invented by me. It was invented by invented or conceptualized by John Parr, who is a UK uh, doctor of psychology. And actually it's a kind of tool which helps you regulate difficult emotions. Okay in the way of understanding that we all are looking for the inner state of happiness, right? And this inner state of happiness can be of different degree for, from calm to joy, right? Okay. And to get this inner state of happiness, we're always handling or uh, uh, facing different type of emotions. Among those emotions, the principal one, is an anger. When something going on around ourselves in the environment, something going wrong, we react and the first reaction is always anger. Then there can be this anger which is not expressed, right? And then we can not handle this anger or express it authentically. When it's happened, we're going to pull this anger deeply inside of ourselves mm. and hurting somewhere ourselves. Yeah. Knowing what's going on with you, internalized anger, which is actually the uh, the part of the story. So, facing this anger and be able to express authentic anger in the right manner and the right place with the right person is a kind of emotional assertiveness.
1: I love it. I love it. The the notion of being angry at the right person, the right reason at the right time. And being able to assert that authentically. Authentically.
0: That's
1: That's critical. That's
0: the most important. And how to learn, how to, to learn to express this anger. First of all, to feel it, to understand why, where and from which part of you is coming from the past experience or the future yeah. experience. Yeah. And then anchor yourself here and now. Yeah. So yeah. emotional assertiveness is uh, to express your rights and do what is right to do without harming others and taking the right of
1: others. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And these are all critical. Um, skills, soft skills, emotional assertiveness, the the self-reflection, what you're speaking about, that self-awareness and applying it. I want to move on to um, the current pandemic and and what that's revealed um, is at the bottom. If if there were an iceberg uh, going on right now in healthcare, um, uh, what has the pandemic revealed is at the bottom? of the iceberg of the the, the the challenges we're facing in healthcare? What's that iceberg? What's the bottom of the iceberg right now in your perspective?
0: Uh, I think the, the bottom of the iceberg is evident. I mean, we all know that ha- uh, exercising as a healthcare professional, we're facing the professional risks of mental health or mm. physical health risks. Mm. And mental health risk, they are known, right? We know that the burnout among the healthcare professionals are, uh, the risk of burnout is higher than uh, different other professions, right? Sure. Uh, and risk of mental health problems, especially during the pandemic, was evident. We have uh, more anxiety, depression, suicide, Uh, among the healthcare professionals. That was the recent reports and surveys are showing from different countries, right? From the UK, from United States, from France. And uh, we faced also the uh, tremendous amount of healthcare healthcare professionals quitting their job. I mean, there have been 10,000 nurses since pandemic in France. Who quitted their jobs
1: and, and that's they just don't in want to yeah.
0: continue? To, yeah, it just on, in France, hundred thousand in the yeah. UK, yeah. eight thousand midwives, yeah. every second uh, physician in France declared to be burnout. Declared, so it's auto declaration. It means that it's uh, largely underestimated. So, uh, uh, so that's you know, what, why do you- uh,
1: Medina, why do you think, real. if I may jump in, and it's perfect? There's a siren in the background in Paris right now. It's it's there's a siren going around the planet. Oh,
0: okay. Have you seen? That? And
1: um, it's 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 poetic that that's happening. And, and so this is an elephant in the room in healthcare. And so why do you think burnout remains an elephant in the room in healthcare?
0: know this elephant right from the long long uh, (laughs) many many years why it remains because um, from my side I think system itself it's a rigid system right and to maintain the the hierarchical system or rigid system they do not have interests to give the power or to empower the healthcare professionals mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. That's one. On the other side, this elephant, everyone is looking from the different parts. I yes. mean,
1: like the, we the are completely blind blinded. The, the terrible, the like the blind blinded.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you are looking on the side of the head. I'm looking on the side of the... Tail and each one is giving their own prescriptions what to do and how to make sure that this elephant can be um, taken off from this room without crashing the whole house. And somewhere we're afraid to do so. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we that don't gets back to
0: exactly from what to start.
1: Yeah, from it gets back from, to the fear and the emotions I'm
0: convinced that yeah, fear and emotions. Yeah, fear, fear fear because it's unknown what's going to happen after. But I'm convinced that the, the, uh, the strengths, which community can bring each individual can bring in healthcare system is enormous. I mean, giving the power to doctors, giving the power to healthcare professionals, empower them, giving them the skills, Right skills of leadership, uh, the survival skills to exercise better their profession and protect themselves from the uh, professional risks mm-hmm. will somewhere make this elephant smaller. Yeah,
1: yeah that's and true.
0: We we need systemic changes, of course,
1: so organizational true. and other. So true, so true, so true. And and I, as a side note, I have to apologize about the over talking. Um, there's a little delay uh, u.s to paris mm-hmm. so my apologies if I've, I've been i've overtalked what you've been saying here but i want to move to um practical wisdom as well we're talking about compassion optimism practical wisdom um what are your thoughts about what are what are what is some practical wisdom well, number one what's your sense of what practical wisdom is two um, what are some um, perspectives that healthcare professionals can embrace or use to help improve themselves, their lives, address burnout, address their professional development? Um, what's practical wisdom? And then how does it apply to what we're doing as healthcare professionals?
0: It's a uh, great question, <laughs> Patrick, great question. And Loaded. vast question, very vast question. In five minutes. go back to, uh, yeah, <laughs> <in> five minutes. <laughs> tons of literature, tons of articles and publication on, on the subject in two words. Okay, so, um, I found the great definition of uh, Leo Tolstoy, but I will give it to you later. I think as a physicians, we're really uh, trained to face the uh, uncertain situations unpredictable sometimes situations, and we are definitely in that case. Now, our Canadian colleagues are using the abbreviation CINE to describe what's going on with pandemic C as control, no control, right? Or difficult to control. I, is unpredictable, because we still don't know if there will be another fourth or fifth wake and so on, and how the patients are reacting. We know much better the disease now and situation yeah. now, but still there's some unpredictability, right? Cine. And as a new, it was new for everyone. We never faced it before, right? And in healthcare, we used sometimes on the new situations which never faced before. And an E is ego or threatened to ego, threat to ego. Uh, currently we have direct threat to healthcare professionals, health, right? And threat to the health of the patient. So, any as a healthcare professional, somewhere we're used to these four factors, and we, as much as we can, find solutions. And those solutions are, by Aristotle, was named the prudence or practical wisdom or pronesis. Right, is knowing the right thing to do in a particular circumstances through understanding those circumstances rightly, knowing what matter, matters and effective means and reasoning to bring about what matters. It means for me as a healthcare pr- practitioners, we can't know everything. We can't have all the knowledge. But knowing what is not necessary or less necessary, or even not at all necessary, somewhere is the capacity of putting right action in the right place. So those famous wisdom skills. And also we can look at the wisdom skills as the skills of self self-regulation, self-reflection, taking decision uh, with others, uh, socially oriented actions, pro-social behaviors, right? So uh, starting from that, we can cultivate it, we can nurture, cultivate and have a kind of tools and programs to strengthen them or to bring them on the, on the surface,
1: to well, practice Medina, them. Yeah. Dr. Medina Estefan, that is practical wisdom. I, uh, I appreciate that perspective. Love that, love it. And, and let me ask you uh, my favorite question to ask my guests, which is if you had the attention of all the healthcare professionals around the planet for a brief moment and all of us, what would you say to us?
0: I know how difficult is it right now and many of you are on the front line and many of you can feel alone and can feel hopeless. Uh, I would say asking for help is not the kind of weakness or despair. It's the sign of strength and resolution and actually it's a Part of problem solving. So asking for help actually is a part of the problem solving.
1: I love it. I love it. I love your encouragement for folks to be aware that it's not a sign of weakness; it's actually a sign of strength to ask for help. Uh, we we, and
0: resolution. we can only
1: yeah. we can only do this together. This is not about just um, this is not about the ego. It's about, it's about caring, it's about concern, it's about compassion. So beautifully said, uh, Medina, if folks are interested in following up with you, um, where, where can they go?
0: They can easily find me on LinkedIn and I would reply to everyone who, who is interested.
1: Outstanding. Well, I will be including your LinkedIn uh, link on the uh, the show notes for the show. And of course, um, your name will be in the, the graphic below you so folks can look you up that way. So, And we're connected so folks can connect through me through LinkedIn if, if um, you don't see her. But please uh, take a look. Uh, find uh, Dr. Medina Estefan. Um, wonderful resource, uh, a lot of practical wisdom, making a huge difference in the work she does. So, Dr. Estefan, I want to thank you for being on the show and thank you for all the work you're doing for, for helping uh, healthcare professionals in these difficult times.
0: Thank you, Patrick. And thank you for inviting me on your show.
1: My pleasure. All right. Well, be well, and, uh, my best, my, send my love to Paris.
0: <laughs> Accept it, send it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, or leave a review about the show on your favorite platform and learn how to support the podcast as a patron at swifthealthcare.com, where you can also find the show notes and all of our episodes. Thanks for joining us.